0: Have you ever sat with your coworkers and discussed how awesome it would be if parents, you know, could or would work with children at home? I know I have lots of times. Welcome to Reaching Struggling Learners, episode 22. Today we are going to talk about some ways that teachers can help parents understand the interventions they are providing to students and how they can support the students at home. If you can get more buy-in from parents, we can make bigger, faster gains in student learning. Hi, I'm Jessica Curtis of Teaching Struggling Learners. I'm a boy mom and a veteran teacher. You're listening to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast, where we talk all about helping students succeed academically socially, and behaviorally. Thank you so much for tuning in. Last episode, we talked about speaking with parents about our concerns for their children. Talking with a few of you made me think about how much more support students could receive if we could help parents support their students' learning at home. I can't tell you how many times I've seen that graphic about how important it is for students to be read to for 20 minutes a day, every single day. We as teachers know that that simple bit of time, that tiny little bit of time, can do wonders for kids. I've worked with so many teachers who would love for parents to just read with their kids every day, let alone work with them on reading or math skills. So what can we do to get more parent involvement? The first and easiest way to get parents involved is when talking to parents about the concerns you have about their child. You tell them point blank how they can help. When I spoke with parents about my concerns, I wanted to tell them, yeah, it would be okay. We'd be able to fix it at school. But let's be honest. We know that that is, it's just not the case anymore. There are too many students performing below grade level, and we need all the help we can get to support these kids. So while I explained to parents that I was going to do certain things to help support their kid, I immediately explained to them what short practice activities they could do to support their children at home. What did I ask parents to do? I gave the parents short maybe 5-10 minute practice activities and games just to practice the deficit skill areas. Some of the activities I gave them were flashcard practice or like word slap games. Flashcards are especially easy and they're really familiar for parents to use. Many parents can remember practicing math facts or sight words on flashcards from when they were kids. And therefore, they're more willing to work with those kinds of tools with their kids. I found that a lot of times parents were most receptive to those type of supports the first time I spoke with them about my concerns. A lot of times parents would be a little surprised that I had concerns and eager to try to fix the problem as quickly as possible. They were open to suggestions and willing to put in some extra work at home to help their kids. If I wasn't the first teacher to share concerns with parents, I, unfortunately, seem to find parents a little less willing to help. Have you experienced that? I think that sometimes parents have been told that it would be handled at school, or sometimes I did come in contact with the, you know, the proverbial parent who believes that it is the teacher's job to teach and their, their job to parent. Okay, yeah, that was super frustrating to me. Uh, but I'm certain that that's not the case for most parents. And I know that that frustrates a lot of teachers, but keep in mind that a lot of times parents come to this conclusion or that thought process because they really don't know what to do or how they can help their kids. Okay, as stubborn as I am, that never stopped me. So when I got those parents that were just, you know, teachers are to teach and and parents are to parent, all right, I tried really hard to explain how important it was that I felt it was for their child to learn that deficit skill and how I was going to work with their child, but that I really needed their help. When I discussed with parents how just a few minutes a day could really help their child progress more quickly, not all. Definitely not all, but some of them did get on board with working with their children at home. For those parents, I was always certain to make sure that the activities I sent home were very quick and easy to accomplish. I also made sure that I sent encouraging notes home about progress to show parents that the time investment they were putting in was really working. So the parents who were completely unwilling to work with their kids, and yes, I have had several over the years. I took out busy work, any busy work type of thing, and added extra practice in the deficit area to homework time for the student. Sometimes I was able to get the student to practice with an older sibling, or sometimes a younger sibling at home. One student I worked with in high school was willing to read books to his little sister. That ended up helping both kids in the long run but it really did. It helped his confidence quite a bit. Any practice that we can get for students at home is a step in the right direction for our struggling learners. I've worked with lots of schools who have community programs, which are just attempting to make stronger connections between schools and parents. I think that these programs could really make a big difference if we can help them keep them consistent as well as appealing to families. Providing opportunities for families to come to school and engage with other families as well as the school staff could help make connections that encourage more active participation overall. What are some ways that you've been able to get parents to participate in interventions with students? Is your school doing community outreach programs? I would love to hear what's been working for you so that maybe we can share and, you know, get more parents involved. In the meantime, thank you for listening to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast, episode 22. Please leave a comment, send me a message, tell me how you like the show. I'd love it if you left a rating for the podcast on iTunes. That does help others find it, and you never know, you might be my listener shout out. Until next time, may your coffee be strong, your classroom relaxed, and your cleaning supplies plentiful.